0: Uh, what's up world, welcome to the positive truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth,
1: we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere.
0: JP, how are you, sir? Doing wonderful, sir. How are you doing, Tim? I'm doing amazing. Do you know it's National Adoption Day? I had no idea. Well, that's why we're doing adoption stories today. That makes perfect sense. (laughs) Our favorite adoption stories. Before we get to that, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. Five-star review helps us out so much. We also have a Patreon where you get a bonus positive news story every single week. And you tell us where you want to donate our sponsor money to every single month for our favorite positive news stories of that month but tim i'm kind of hyped for today's episode because i got some good ones dude i believe
1: you man the stories have been so good lately and i'm excited to talk about mine as well what do you got tim my first one happened in march and this is about a 13 year old boy named tony tony has been in the foster care system since he was two years old and uh at the age of four tony was actually adopted by a couple in oklahoma where we're from jp but on january 16th in 2018 um Peter, who had been a foster parent for three years, received a call asking if he can take Tony home for the weekend. You see, Tony went to the hospital, and when he went to the hospital, his parents actually left him there, man. They never showed back up. They just didn't want to be a parent anymore. They didn't want to be his adopted parent anymore. So Tony ended up having to go back into foster care. Um, when he went back into foster care, that's whenever Peter got the phone call. Um, it was only supposed to be for the weekend. That's what Peter said. But by the time Peter found out his story and he talked to Tony, he knew he had to adopt him. He said it was immediate. He was already a foster parent for years beforehand. and His heart was in it. But after meeting Tony and realizing how bright he is and how wrong he was done, he knew that there was a connection that they had to make. So uh, recently he ended up adopting Tony, man. Peter is now his father. And since day one, Tony has been calling Peter dad. Um, They read books together. Peter's life has gotten so much better since Tony has came in it, and Tony's life obviously has gotten better since he's met Peter. And I just thought this story was awesome because there's so many adoption stories out there, but we don't hear very many single dads going out of their way to be a father. And I thought that was really awesome.
0: Yes, Tim. That's an, we just talked about last week about being a parent, great parent stories. And the first thing I asked you on that podcast was, is it easy being a parent? And what did you say? Negative, Ghostwriter. <laughs> So adopting a child that isn't yours and taking care of it is one of the greatest things you can do for another person's life. Do So I was going to talk about this one for last, but since you're talking about single dads, I want to talk about adopting kids. I want to talk about the story we did last week because it's just so good. I don't care, Tim, that we talked about last week. <laughs> I'm with it. I don't care. So last week we talked about a single father, just like Tim said. African-American man adopted five kids, his name is Robert Carter. And growing up, he was in the foster system and he was separated from his siblings. So when he got older, he 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 like he brought in his siblings, adopted them, raised them. And then he was like, man, I was, I'm now in my mid-20s. I want to keep doing what I'm doing now that my siblings are out of the house. I want to help these foster kids. And so he came across five siblings that were placed in three different foster homes. How much they were all crying and hated that they couldn't see their siblings anymore. So he was like, man, I gotta make it happen because I've been in their shoes before. So he as a single father adopted all five of the siblings. And he he just wanted to tell them like, I understand how they feel. I understand what they went through. So it really touched me. I was already thinking about adopting all the kids. When I saw one of them crying, I was like, okay, I gotta take all five of them together and this is the quote he said we're trying to make memories replace a lot of the bad ones bad ones every night i talk to them and tell them yo i'm your dad forever i know what it's like and i'm always going to be here for you the oldest is mariana she warmed up so much since the beginning at first she hated him but she walked into his room a couple weeks ago and just said i want to thank you for taking us in taking care of us when our real mom couldn't it really touched me we're making memories every day i love being a father one of the best
1: stories we've done
0: on the positive truth i love it and i'm glad that we do this
1: podcast for stories just like that man
0: absolutely what do you got tim tim
1: fire story right there jp one of my favorite stories we've done this in the past back in last december of 2019 there was a kindergartner in kent county michigan now it's national adoption day over there in kent county michigan right so 37 children were about to get adopted but this one story right here was pretty awesome this kindergartner was living with his foster parents for a whole year right And whenever the big day came for the adoption trial, he was like, I'm gonna invite my whole class. So five-year-old Michael Clark invited his whole entire kindergarten class. So in this picture, he's sitting next to his foster parents and behind his parents in the courtroom is his classmates. They're all holding signs with hearts, paper signs that they made in class, which is freaking amazing. Um, Basically, Michael loved everything about his parents. He knew he wanted his classmates to be a part of it. He invited it to to this adoption There's a picture online. I want you guys to check it out. In this courtroom, they said there wasn't one dry eye in this room whenever these kids stood up to take a picture with this family. I think this is awesome because people don't realize that whenever you're adopting a kid, you're adopting the community around them as well. And these parents right here are so awesome for allowing his class to show up with them.
0: Yeah, I kind of jealous of you. I forgot about that one. (laughs) Ah, Take that world. That is a really great story because he's like five, right? He's in kindergarten. Absolutely. And you have all your friends behind you like supporting you on one of the biggest days probably one of the biggest days of your life you don't even realize it at five yet you're like is there anything better than that community coming together not at all man it's one of my favorite memories from this podcast so i can only imagine how he feels about how many it. elementary school trips field trips do you remember three four They're, those kids are never gonna forget that ever biggest impact of their lives man Touche, JP. And so they're going to remember, like, it's going to be positive memories associated with adoption, helping people, standing with each other through the process. Great job on the school teacher and the judge for allowing that to happen. Do solace We're at the halfway points. So we like to pause, do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. Encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well guarantee to make it a so much more positive Tim what are you grateful for today do you have an adoption thing um, to be grateful for man so my mom
1: uh she ended up adopting my niece a couple times His brother got into some trouble back when he was younger and my niece didn't have anywhere to go but one thing that I'm super grateful for is like all the women in my family I have one cousin specifically named Evie that's what I'm going to talk about right here real fast um adoption wise she she let me know when I was younger basically you know family sticks together one thing that's strong about our family specifically, no matter what we're going through, we're going to be there for our family. So if that means I have to adopt my cousin, so be it. And that's kind of how she lived her life. She really adopted her nieces, her nephews, like by court, made sure they were in her home and nobody could take them away. And did her part in raising them the best way she could to help out family. And she's definitely like, out of my cousin, she's the backbone of the family, no questions asked. We all respect her like an aunt almost. She's one of the oldest. ones. Actually, I think she is the oldest cousin that I have. I mean it's just awesome to know that uh, i have family members like that and it's awesome to know that there's a lot of people out there that are just like the stories we're talking about now going out there and doing the exact same thing
0: nice tim <laughs> what are you grateful for sir <laughs> well i was adopted um from my by my father so shout out to him also my roommate was adopted so way i look at like almost half of my friend group had like adoption touched their lives and we wouldn't be here without them so. facts Shout out to everyone that's a single, everyone that's adopting someone that isn't their own. Okay, I was gonna start with my with this story. Well, this is one of the first. Now I don't remember if it was an inspirational story, but it's mind blowing. I'm ready for it. It's the story of Dylan McCullough. Dylan McCullough. So whenever he was born, his mother was. Her name is Carol Biggs, and whenever she had. Dillon, she she put him up for adoption almost immediately after birth. She basically saw him, hugged him once, gone. Tough. Tough, right? Because she was young, she was 16, she knew she couldn't handle it. Dillon was adopted at six weeks old by a lady named Adele Comer. So he grew up, he played football, kept playing football, kept playing football. Got a couple of scholarship offers when he was in high school, like from... All sorts of places. So head like Youngston State, University of Oklahoma, Kansas State, and one of the people that recruited him was Sherman Smith, running back's coach from Miami of Ohio. Do you remember the story? I now? remember
1: the story. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, keep going.
0: Okay. So Sherman Smith ends up being Dion's basically father figure, because he goes there, they talk. He was like, man, he used to be in the NFL. He's exactly where I want to be. He's always pushing me to stay better in classes. Whenever D-1 finishes at the University of Miami, he ends up being like, man, I want to be like you. I want to be the coach. So he ends up being a running backs coach, Kansas City Chiefs, talking to Sherman Smith. Sherman Smith's always helping him, always helping him, always helping him. All the, the whole step of the way he's like man this dude's like a he, like he told him when he graduated college he's like man like you're a father figure for me so then he gets older and he's like man I was adopted I need to I, I like it's thanksgiving 2017 on brand since it's Thanksgiving and he went Deon was looking to find his real mother so he found Carol Briggs and he walked up to her, like, he sent her a Facebook message, he was like, did you have a baby in 1972 that you placed for adoption? And ended up being his mom. And so he gets there, they meet Thanksgiving, and he's like, "Who my dad? Ended up being Sherman Smith.
1: Mind blowing. Whenever we talked about it the first time, it blew
0: my mind. So this whole like, it's a small world. And she was like, your father's name is Sherman Smith. He like, he said, he leaned against the wall in the hallway, thought he was about to pass out. And he said, growing up, people would be like, man, you and Coach Smith look alike, y'all walk alike, this, this, and that. And it's just a crazy story. that sometimes like, you just being in someone's life and being a positive influence, you never know how far it can go. And the universe does not play. (laughs) So yeah, awesome story right there. I feel like this should be a movie.
1: No, it has to be, dude. If I don't see a Netflix special soon, I'm going to be highly upset.
0: So yeah, what do you got, Tim?
1: Man, (laughs) (laughs) my last story of the day is about a nine-year-old boy from Oklahoma. Um, So he actually had a news interview recently. His name is Jordan, and he's been in uh, Oklahoma Department of Human uh, Services for six years now. And basically, he just asked, he was asked, you know, what do you want for Christmas? Said, I just want a family. He said, OK, so uh, what do you want? He's like an adoption party for a home. OK, well, if you have three wishes, what would you like? His answer was to have a family, a family and a family. Those are the only wishes I have.
0: <laughs> die Literally, die one, die one, die one.
1: that was his quote. Right. So when he was asked, he said, because, well, like I don't have people to talk to anymore. His brother was actually adopted a couple years ago, and he doesn't get to see his brother as much as younger brother, so he's in this adoption agency by himself. What ended up happening was this young, young kid had this interview. It goes online, and people from all over the world basically emailed in and were like, hey, we want to take this kid in. We want to meet him. We want to talk to him. We want to know more. I thought this was really awesome because there's a lot of kids out there that they don't get to tell their story. He had a small moment, about 15 seconds to tell his, and people fell in love. This to me was super inspiring because this kid right here gave me hope. Me and Edna, my wife, we talk about adopting one day. We're like, how many kids do we want to have? And we definitely want to adopt one day. And in my head, it's like, man, I do. And then when I saw this story, it's like, you know what? I'm going to. There's no ifs ands and buts about it. I have to. So to me, the story I wanted to share here on the positive truth with everyone else.
0: You should have said that for your uh, thing you were grateful for that you want to adopt a kid one day. I think I'll be grateful whenever I have the opportunity to do it. Sure.
1: Ooh, <laughs> bars
0: with Tim. Let's go. <laughs> absolutely awesome story so my last one is about a homosexual couple they knew as far back as 2011 they wanted to adopt and in 2014 they got that opportunity there was a girl that had been born with HIV and been rejected by 10 other families like they didn't want her and they were like Mm-mm, no not here so they brought in the child connection was immediate and they've been raising her since then They've been paying for all our treatments. Everything's fine. It's one of the happiest families around. And there are a lot of kids that have some sort of quote unquote defect or something wrong with them. It's a lot easier to get certain races of children, certain genders adopted than others, certain ages. But a shout out to everyone adopting someone, adopting a child that isn't perfect or doesn't fit perfectly into your family and making it work because those differences don't make you any less of a person. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Adoption Day. Man, emotional episode for me. Do you have a quote about adoption somehow? I do, man.
1: What? (laughs) Not flesh of my flesh or bone of my bone, but heart of my heart and soul
0: of my soul. Quotes by Tim. We appreciate everyone for listening. We're out. Stay positive.